What's up, Real Talkers? It's your girl, Fearless. And as we wrap up 2023, we got some great news to share with you all. Based on Spotify, you have rated us five out of five for our podcast. Thank you so much, Real Talkers. We really appreciate you. We gained 61% new listeners in 2023. Our number one podcast is a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Thank you, Mama. We appreciate you because we got that from you. We also have our most streamed podcast for 2023, streamed over 330% was my Valentine wish list. And of course, you have rated us your number one podcast overall. We thank you so much, Real Talkers. We would not be here without you. This year in 2023, we went global. We now can be heard in 23 countries, Real Talker. Thank you so much for the ride. All right. This is Celia. Hey, thank you so much, guys. Coming in first, of course, our very own United States. We have Pakistan and also Ireland, Canada, the Philippines, Bangladesh, India, and Panama. Way to go, guys. We appreciate you. Love you, Real Talkers, in Italy, grazie. Bahamas, thanks. Chile, gracias. United Kingdom, cheers. Brazil, obrigada. Jamaica, thank you. Macedonia, thank you. And Puerto Rico, gracias. Awesome. We got to give a shout out to Nigeria, South Africa, Japan, Norway, Germany, Australia, and Spain. Thank you so much for all the love. We will continue to bring you laughter. We will continue to make you smile. Real talk for real women. We're global. We're going to continue to go around the world just because of you. Thank you so much, Real Talkers. Girls, we love you guys. See you in the new year. Can't wait to touch base with you again at the start of 2024. Let's do it again. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Women. Hi, I'm your host, I'm Fearless. Today's episode is from a father's point of view. We have one of our wonderful dads joining us today. Mr. Mike, what's up, Mike? All right, man. How you ladies doing this morning? Good morning. We're doing wonderful, wonderful, Mike. So, Mike, I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself to all the real talkers out there. How you doing this morning? I'm Mike, and I'm calling in from Charlotte. All right, all right. All right, real talkers. All of us ladies, sisters on here, we've all been single moms. So now we're going to see it, you know, through the lens of a father. So, Mike... Discuss with us your views of, a, of being a single father and how this role has really just kind of impacted your life. My main role, being a single father, like, like <laughs> everything is on me. Like, when they wake up in the middle of the night with nightmares. Yeah. When a school project is due. Daddy, I'm hungry. Daddy, I'm hungry. Daddy, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Hey, like, can daddy get in the house, take his shoes off first? Yeah. <laughs> I feel you, man. Remember those yeah. days. <laughs> like, my boys are 10 and 5. Mm-hmm. But they eat like they're 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, can, can I get a sip of water? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but as I said, it's mostly on me because their mother left in 2017. 
And from that point on, like, like somebody told me, you can't make somebody be a parent they don't want to. Absolutely. And it it took me some time to realize that too. I figured even though she may have left, she still want to be that motherly role to them. Mm-hmm. And so I would get upset when she didn't want to help and she wasn't available to speak to them because she wanted to go party. Mm-hmm. And I just it's to the point now I don't even bother asking her for anything now. Mm-hmm. And it's because yeah. there's no point. I just go ahead and handle it myself. Absolutely. Now we've worked out something now where she gets them on the weekends. Okay. And so I work on the weekends now, just you know, build up some extra income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know they're boys and they're growing. Right. They grow every two months. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the legs are getting longer. Oh yeah. <laughs> the stomach getting bigger too, isn't it? Yes, Lord have <laughs> And the price of haircuts have gone up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it's $20 for a kid's cut now. Right. So. Oh, Mike, that's good. I will take that here in Texas when my, my son is 18 now. But even when he was in high school, before he went in for a shape up, I'm not talking about a haircut because, you know, the style this day, you know, today, they just they keep it growing out at the top and they just shape up around the bottom, you know, in the edges. Mm-hmm. $50. Wow. Oh. $50. Wow. Oh. Wow. Yes. I'm good on that. Wow! Yeah, I think I have some clippers for Christmas. I'm gonna say clippers. (laughs) Time to invest in clippers, Mike. Yes, they all got clippers for Christmas. I do have some clippers, but I'd rather pay that twenty (laughs) dollars. My sons had them pan. They had them pandemic haircuts for a minute. (laughs) You didn't read that clippers, did you? And the line was just all wrong. <laughs> like, we'll just hold off. Exactly. Oh well, this is Celia. You're doing pretty good, Mike. My son, he had to get his hair cut twice a week. Wow. Twice mm. a week. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Twice a week. Yeah. He oh, is wow. grown now in his 30s and still gets a cut twice a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has oh, to be no. neat and shaped yes. up. So, yeah. Yeah. I so. used to be like that. <laughs> then you had, That's then when you had two get boys. a shape up for like five to ten dollars. Oh, wow. Yeah, but then nature called and <laughs> took my hair. <laughs> so now my clippers go to this scalp right here. They go right there to scalp. This is the blue. I remember Mike when I was a single parent. You know, I have two boys. And honey, let me tell you, I invested some clippers and oh my God. <laughs> because of the prices of trying to, you know, keep up with two boys' head, our mama tried to shape up hair. Mm-hmm. And they told me later on when they became teenagers, mama, you just made us look so bad. <laughs> we went to school with spots and it's like, oh God. So like, <laughs> I, I feel the pain of the price. I did pay the price. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. back yeah. in my early childhood, we used to live in North Charlotte. Mm. And um, my mother, like I said, she had, at the time, it was only three of us. Mm-hmm. Three, she had three boys at the time. She started cutting our hair. <laughs> she tried to give us a nice little fade. We all in little ball heads. <laughs> and she tried to give us a line up and just want me to hoop around my head. And yes. Mama tried though. Oh, Mama, tried. Mama tried. Mama tried. Absolutely. 
Yes. Well, Mike, I know just hearing the passion about your boys and, and being able to, to be there for them. I know that you've experienced some great joys, you know, with your boys. We talk about, you know, them eating you out of house and home. Yeah, I had two boys too. Yeah, that, that stomach never gets full. Just walking never, and eating, never. walking and eating. Mm-hmm. I think the only time I would see my boys is when they were hungry. You know, they come out the room because, you know, they play video games all day. But when they were hungry, that's when they would come downstairs and I would, you know, grace their appearance to be able to eat. But I talk about some of the joys that you, you know, that you experience with your boys. You know, you say they're five and ten. So that's a pretty big age gap, even trying to do things with them because the ten-year-old is in a different kind of, you know, space right now than the five-year-old. The five-year-old probably still like Chuck E. Cheese and the ten-year-old's like, I won't be seen there. Yeah, talk about the joys for your your, your boys. Me and my boys, we actually do spend a lot of time together. Because mm-hmm. being as me, I set it up where my work schedule, mm-hmm. I have all afternoon with them. Oh, that's and, awesome. Great. And my Great. oldest, he's passionate about this anime cartoon called Narrative. Mm-hmm. Yes. I got grandkids. I understand. Yes. My son was like that. Both of my sons like Narrative. Yeah. Yeah. He's passionate about it. So. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he he wanted to be a right. Well, at one point he wanted to be a football player and a farmer and everything like that. <laughs> but now he wants to be a writer, Woo-hoo! and he actually has passion for writing. Awesome. And so he, there's this things called what ifs that are on YouTube, mm. and so he has written like four or five of them. Wow. And now he's working on a he's working on a comic book now. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. Now, that is I his keep, passion. Like I said, his uncle is a big comic book fan. And so every time he sees him, he'll slide him a couple of comic books. And so now, like I said, he sits at the house now. He's, he's a good drawer, too. Oh, awesome. So he's, house and he's drawing his own comic books out. And he asked me to help him with the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, Problem is, I don't know anything about narrative. Oh. <laughs> All I know is, like, there's a nine-tailed fox and there's martial arts involved. Yes, yes. <laughs> So, I'll be like, well, son, you tell me what you think. It's hard. Yes, I think Mike, this is Sierra Blue. So I think with that writing that he's doing and that drawing, I say as a single parent, um, and I'm sure you will just make sure you're instilling like the coloring, get him the nice kit. You know, they, they're not expensive. Just make sure he has everything he needs to draw with mm-hmm. crayons, markers, stencils, whatever. And then with the um, writing, of course, make sure he is given that um, open end stuff. Like if he's doing the comic books, just tell him to make sure he's, if he starts off with a question in the narrative to make sure you are helping him end it. You know, because they're really snippets, those comic books, they really don't have a lot of conversation. They just kind of like snip a little bit and then get to the point. So encourage that. I think that is great for him. And that is great as you are trying to get into the narrative. And you need to watch it probably just a little bit longer, just to yeah. make sure you <laughs> pretend you really Stop like a cup of tea. <laughs> That's now, yes. now what's funny like you said by the um the stencils and everything last christmas i think i spent like 150 dollars on art kits wow wow so he awesome. has canvases he has paint awesome. he has the colored pencils oh. he has the oh he got uh, it that has chalk he has the um what's the charcoal pencils right. like that. 
Awesome. Uh, he's on the only problem he has with his art kit, he has a five year old little brother. I was gonna say. Ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he has to have something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he, too, so he yeah. can draw. Exactly. <laughs> they can be the comic team. <laughs> see, my baby boy has no interest in Naruto. Oh. oh. <laughs> he he loves Sonic and the Power Rangers now. There okay. you go. Okay. Uh, right. okay. I went through the Power Rangers phase with the ten year old already. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm revisiting now with the five year old. <laughs> So maybe maybe the five year old will finally come with the narrative when he gets older. Yes, when he gets older. And it's a, yeah, that's a little bit older and you know, kind of yeah. uh, animation too. You'd have to right. usually when they're probably about seven, eight, they usually get into that. I mean, my boys, I think they had volumes of it. It's so long, it's not like it's a short one. It's a lot of episodes as far as that. They yes. had books, they had the games. They had this, the series, they watched the series, all of that. But it really teaches them, which is excellent. I mean, I know Sierra Blue can talk about writing and all of that all day long, because that is a yeah. huge passion of hers. Yeah. And I just think that that's really great to get young men out there really um, being creative and, 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 and stepping into things that they really enjoy, but also enhancing that writing skills, that creative right. skills. That is also, that's awesome yeah. for you to support them and be yeah. doing that. That yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. And um, Mike, hi, this is Celia. That is great. When I speak with young boys and ask them what are their dreams and what do they want to be when they grow up and everything, they all say, I want to be a football player mm-hmm. or I want to be a gamer. I'm like, okay, that's all fine and well. But what do you want to do in the yes. event that something happens with your football career or this gaming career? So your son has a passion for story writing and things like that. That's that's awesome that he does not want to be a professional football player like all the rest of these kids or you know that he's thinking along the lines of this is something I want to do as a business this is something I want to grow into as a man so I mean I think you're doing awesome there and like she said just keep supporting him you know he may change that his mind back and forth a little bit you know as they get older but yeah just keep doing what you're doing I think that's awesome because he's constantly talking about being a YouTuber as well yeah, that's even awesome. Yeah, they get paid for that. Yes. <laughs> you should have that. I'm not gonna lie. I, you know, I put him in. I had him in sports when he was five years old. I had him playing flag football. Mm-hmm. He was so aggressive playing flag football. I'm like, okay, you need to put some tackle. You must have had some. Yeah. He, he was out there wrestling people and oh. popping people in the chin and stuff. Okay. All right, so I put him in the pads. He was good at football. But he doesn't mm-hmm. care about it. Right. Yeah. And since he didn't care about it, I'm, I'm not going to force it on. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I put him in basketball. They made it to the championship game and lost. The rest of his team was crying. And he was looking like, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> like, he doesn't care. He's yeah. taking him to basketball clinics. Just, you know, just get him some extra exercise. Yeah. Right. yeah. And, you know, a lot of those clinics be coaches recruit. Right. And so they were looking at him and they loved the way he played defense and they loved the way he shoot. So they used constantly emailing me and calling me. Does he want to play? Does he want to play? And he was like, no. (laughs) Right. He doesn't doesn't care about athletics. That's good. I'm not going to force it on him. Exactly. That's excellent. The five-year-old, on the other hand, is a big football fan. There you go. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he he loves the Panthers. Uh, Oh, (laughs) 
Y'all right. can't get out of Carolina. Whoop, right. Whoop, keep pounding, keep pounding. <laughs> That's good. That's great. That is great. Right. encourage that. Definitely encourage that. Yeah. Now, my five year old, he's the goofy one. Yeah, he's the one I could be walking. This thing I know somebody's diving on my back. <laughs> he got a lot of energy. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll be sitting at the table, be talking to him. He'll think like he's sleep all of a sudden, like like he wasn't just eating a piece of chicken. <laughs> dad, you bored him? You put him to sleep, Dad. <laughs> I'd be like Solomon. You know, I'm gonna tell my son you need to you need to eat your broccoli. He'd be like, uh-huh. want to play sleep. Uh-huh. Oh gosh, that's exactly. funny. Exactly, exactly. Oh, wow. How about, can you give us a maybe a quick snippet of your day? Like, how does it start? And how does it end with the kids? My day starts at 5.45 a.m. Whoa. Mm. I have to get up. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get my oldest up first. Because he has, he has to get his shower in the morning. Okay. Because... Cause you know, around that ten year old phase, that's when that body started smelling. Mm-hmm. Definitely so, know that. Yeah, I need him to get that shower at nighttime and get you another one in the morning. <laughs> oh, and the one in the morning wakes him up. Good. And so yeah, he goes through this whole process where he forgets deodorant and forgets to gargle and get back in the bathroom. His hair dripping. Because <laughs> even some mornings he forget to use soap in the shower. Uh-huh. Oh no! Bathroom just smell like hot steam. <laughs> so, <laughs> so get him ready. My five year old, I get him a bath at night, but in the morning time, I get him a quick wash up. But I get yeah. him up about six fifteen. Okay. Okay. Get them ready for school. Then I get my shower in. Uh-huh. Get ready. Then we get on the road because we live in Huntersville. Okay. But their school is downtown Charlotte. Oh okay. wow! And so we have to get on the road. I get mm-hmm. to school and then I go to work. Wow. And I work from eight to two. I work in mental health. All right. All so right. I work from eight to two. Then I get off and I go straight to the car line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, they're they're in two separate schools, but Whoa. the one school they'll t- catch the bus to the other school. Oh, okay. So I pick both of them up at the same school. That's good. Oh, that's good. Sitting in that car line, about an hour and some change. I, I, I have to be early. I can't be yeah. in the back of the line. Yeah. Okay. So you're at the front. That's good. Yeah. I, I like to be no less than car number four. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I got to get in and get out. Get in and get, get out. out. <laughs> I feel you, Mike. I know. We, oh, yeah. Then we run errands like. Right now, my dryer's broke, so we may have to hit the laundromat real quick. Yeah. Dry his clothes, or go to the Ooh. grocery store, and then we get home. Mm-hmm. Automatically sit down to get the homework done. Mm-hmm. But my oldest one, my youngest one in kindergarten, so they don't, they said they're not sending homework. But I have him read and work on his alphabets and numbers Very right good. now. That mm-hmm. is really good. But, and I have him do that while I cook. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole town cooking. That ten year old, he want me to strangle him sometimes. <laughs> like it ain't finished yet. <laughs> like, can I season it? <laughs> so I feel you know, making and in between, you know, cooking and checking on homework and make sure he did everything right, doing all that, and then doing stuff on my side job I got to do. Mm-hmm. Then I feed them. Then it depends on what day of the week it is. Because yeah. we 
me and my oldest have sat down and let's put up a menu. Oh, wow. That's Monday, hard. he wants it to be pancake day. Oh, Aww. clever. Which is so easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they about to get this Pearl Miller company. <laughs> Tuesday is Taco Tuesday. Oh yes. yes, love Taco Tuesday. Everybody <laughs> love Taco Tuesday. Yes. Well, Wednesday is Wednesday's the day I actually get to cooking. Oh wow! And then Thursday is pizza day. All yeah. right. That's what's up? And then Friday, the Friday nights. That's when they go with their mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That, but then I work a second job. Okay. Mm-hmm. I work a second job here in Mecklenburg County. On Friday, I work every Friday night. Mm-hmm. And every other Saturday, and sometimes and every other Tuesday as well. Okay. Wow. That's so, awesome. That is awesome. So during the nights that they're with me, after yeah. eating, it, like I said, it depends on what day of the week because Wednesdays, Disney Plus has these shows on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right now they're currently playing Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll sit down and watch Hawkeye right now. That's it was awesome. Loki and what ifs and yes, all that. We're watching Loki, all of those. Yes. All the Marvels, yes. Yeah, yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, so we yeah. watch those every Wednesday. Then Thursday is movie night. Oh, they, wow. And we try to figure out something. Yeah. 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 And right wow. now, Paramount Plus got Clifford on right now. So, <laughs> y'all Clifford. <laughs> Wednesday's for the big boy. For the little one. Okay, little boy. I watch that movie. Now, my guy, I hear what you're saying. One, this is fearless. One thing that when I was a single mom, I thought I was being very crafty at the time. I had three, I had three small children at the time. So um I would ask them, you know, when we when I had I was in school, you know, finishing my degree. And so I would have what we call do what you like night for dinner. So do what you like night was whatever they could cook. They can, they can have. have. <laughs> but that would free me up so that I could, you know, study and do my, my classes and stuff like this. So do what you like night was like they could eat waffles or pop tarts, whatever they could cook. And they were young, you know, so that taught them some cooking skills too. But whatever they could cook, they could have to do what you like night. As they got older, they realized mom just don't want to cook. They still, I mean, they're all adults now, young adults now, and they still say, Mom, you didn't want to cook. That's what do that was about. I was like, so, so I feel you when you say, Hey, we got all these nights and everything kind of set up. Everybody know what to expect. Exactly. You know what to expect. It's easy for you to kind of get things done, get them in that routine. So that is awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, I just I just love that you have, you know, the schedule out. You kind of have your day kind of scheduled so you can spend that quality time with yeah. your sons. I think that's so imperative um, yeah. that we we spend time with our kids and, and, and really have that family time. Because I think back in the old school, we used to do that. We sit down, have dinner, right. things like yeah. that. But I know everybody kind of going every which way mm-hmm. and, you know, just having that dedicated time to say, OK, if nothing but on Thursday night or Wednesday night, we're going to sit down and we're going to have, you know, we're going to watch a movie. And we'll sit right. down, we're gonna have dinner together. So commend you for that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yes. Having a schedule is so important. Yes. Hi, Mike. Yeah, this is Celia. Just wanted to um see if you could give all the young fathers and fathers um any type of words of wisdom um as far as some things that may have worked for you or maybe even some challenges that you are having. Um, so just, just um, if you just, in a few words, just give them some words of wisdom with these young dads that are out there that are raising their children on their own. The main thing is patience. 
Mm. You have to be patient because things are not going to work the way you want it to work. Mm-hmm. Like something may, there's something always going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. But there's no need to panic because, right? like a month ago, my five-year-old was sick. He was just throwing up for anything, mm-hmm. and so I couldn't go to work. Right. right. And all right, like I said, I don't get paid, so work wasn't even an option that day. Right. And it hurt not having that money. Yes, right. it is. Uh-huh. As we all know, rent and mortgage bills are not it's cheap. Coming. Yeah. Gotta be paid. So I really, like I really could use some of them 2001 prices right about now. I know, right? It's a little tight out here. I know. So true. Now, I'm telling you. You go to the grocery store now and you get like five items, $205. <laughs> no. When the food line catch up with Whole Foods? Right. <laughs> food line is crazy now. Oh, Everywhere's so crazy. True. Everywhere yeah. is crazy. So true. Yes. 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 So, well, Mike, we just really appreciate you coming on and sharing your point of view from a father's point of view, really just sharing, you know, your joys, some of the challenges you have, and even your, your successes of saying, you know what? Sometimes you just have to be patient. Sometimes you just have to be patient. We really appreciate you you sharing your experiences with us and the Real Talkers here. Um, this has been another great episode of Real Talk for Real Women from a father's point of view. Um, you, of course, can always reach out to us on our website at realtalk4realwomen.com. You can also message us, like us, follow us, tweet us at Real Talk for Real Women on Twitter and also on Instagram. We just thank you so much for all of your support, Real Talkers. Again, another great episode, ladies. Yes. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, ladies, for having me on. Absolutely. Hey. All right, Real Talkers, we hope you enjoyed this week's podcast and want to remind you that we are now global. Yes, indeed, Real Talk for Real Women can be heard in 23 different countries. We thank you so much for your support because we would not be who we are without you. Go to our website, realtalk4realwomen.com and drop us a line because we love to hear from you. Real Talk for Real Women, we're out.